Welcome, everybody, to another edition of FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Podcast. This is number 51 in the series. Each week, we talk to guys who are located on Privateer Island, and they try to get off and uh, what they need to do to get off and, 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 and everything else. But this guy on the line... I'm not so sure he wants to get off the uh, privateer island. It sounds like he's going on with his life without uh, worrying about that. It's uh, Derek Anderson. What's up, Derek? How are you, man? Uh, we doing all right. Just uh, got off work and just enjoying life right now. How are you guys doing? Uh, we're good, man. Like I said, I, I do this show... And I talked to a lot of guys that are chasing the dream, which you did at one time. Um, and I talked to a lot of guys about trying to move into a factory truck and what they need to do and how the racing's going and living in their vans. But uh, for you, yeah, you've got a job, man. You just, but you just showed up at Lakewood and uh, did very, very well. And I figured we'd talk to you. But uh, what do you do for a living? Yeah, well, uh, motocross was basically my college, so it was kind of hard for me to find a, a good place to land, um, considering what I wanted to do with my career and everything. And uh, got this uh, nice little inside job working up in oil and gas in Greeley, Colorado. And, and uh, for not really knowing anything, I mean, it paid pretty well to start out. And I mm-hmm. uh, was working for, uh, switched to a couple different companies. And actually, now I contract for myself, and uh, it seems to be going pretty well for me. Oh, cool. Good to hear, man. Yeah, l- love to hear that. Uh, by the way, FXR Racing. Choice of Jimmy Dakotas, uh, Henry Miller, among others, out there on the Nationals. FXRRacing.com. Use the code PulpMX30 to save 30% off. FXR Racing, designed by racers for racings, uh, for racers, and uh, the, they pride themselves on the quality and precision that goes into making each set of motocross and off-road gear. And the folks at Race Tech, PulpMX18 is the code to save at Race Tech. Whether it's motors, whether it's suspension, Racetech.com can get you handled. And they break through the limitations of OEM designs. Michael Essie up there in Canada running Race Tech, and uh, the Hep guys in Supercross, and lots of lots of people run Race Tech out there. Uh, so Derek, um, so like you said, you're working. You're a working man. Um, what made you decide to come out to Lakewood this past weekend and uh, line it back up? Uh, kind of, uh, kind of a lot of things made me want to get out there. Um, so 2013 was like my last full year doing the nationals. Uh, in 14, I, I tried, I tried retiring. It didn't really work. So in 15, <laughs> I was like, you know, I'm going to do some local racing, maybe do the local national when it comes to town and kind of move on with life. Well, um, in 15, I actually, uh, I qualified well, first moto as well. Second moto, I actually ended up uh, tearing my ACL. So, uh, um, in 16, uh, I was getting married. So, uh, or actually, sorry, uh, 16, I, I was going to do it again, but I okay. got hurt. Uh, and 17, I, uh, I got married, so I wasn't doing any riding or anything. So uh, I kind of rode off last year. So I was like, you know what, this year uh, I'm on a new bike. I'm on the new uh, 2018 CRF, CRF 450 uh, provided by Sun Honda. And uh, I, I'm really gelling with it. I've been doing a little bit of local racing. I was like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try the national see how I can do. And, uh, uh, you know, we, we threw Race Tech suspension on there and, and – uh, uh, changed the gearing a little bit, put it, put on a couple parts. Other than that, it's just a stock bike, and you know, I was like, I've been feeling pretty good on it, and uh, I, that's kind of what I guess made me want to do that race. <laughs> yeah, no, hey, once you got it, you always got it. You went uh, eighteen twenty one this weekend. Were you happy with that? How, how'd that? What did you think of that? I'm actually, uh, I'm actually stoked with it. I, I was kind of bummed out in that second moto because I was in fifteenth with uh, with only a few laps left to go, and and I couldn't hold on, and I, I tipped over in a rut. I couldn't even hold on to it. But uh, <laughs> you know, considering I I, I, I don't really train, I, I get to ride maybe once during the week after work. It's 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 uh, it's kind of a 
my week is pretty long where I'll, I'll ride one day after work and then the next day after work I have to uh, get the bike cleaned and washed and then yeah, yeah. at best maybe I can ride another day so it's just it's kind of a lot uh, you know I don't, I don't get a train very much uh, I get on the mountain bike um, maybe once or twice a week and uh, I really well um, and actually score some points uh, right out of the gate that uh, that made me feel really good yeah it's maybe like the, 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 the Go ahead. Uh, it's just like, yeah, once you, I mean, you don't know, look, you push, you put in some really good results. Yeah, it was a few years ago, but, um, you know, you certainly, I guess, once you have it, you, you don't lose it, Derek. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and I'm 28 years old now, and uh, I I just, uh, I, I, I do believe in the, the older older you are, that sometimes the wiser you get. I, yeah. I just, I feel like I, I pick and choose the things I do a little bit better now. Um, you know, I don't maybe take as many chances as I used to, but I've, mm-hmm. I've kind of, switched up my riding style to where I, I know where to conserve, I know where to push, where not to push, and, you know, uh, I kind of smoothed out my riding style, my technique, and I think it's actually been helping me quite a bit. You must have been bummed to tip over while you're in 15th, like you said. You're just like, ah, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it, it, it was pretty uh, kind of a bummer deal, and, and what sucked is I got back up, and uh, I was actually, it was in 20th. And my, it was like we were coming up on the white flag, and my dad wrote twentieth on the plate or on the on the uh, pit board. And yep. I was like, all right, I can, I can do this. You know, I I can hold on to this one point. But uh, there's there's this dude, I think like three twenty one on a Honda or something like that. The dude was coming in hot. I feel like like I, I crossed the the finish line, white flag. It's like all right, I'm gonna put in this lap hard. And uh, I felt like I'd ride rode harder that one, uh, that quarter of a track harder than I had the whole race. And the guy just he caught up to me and passed me. Yeah. Dude, I couldn't even hold on. I was I was done. <laughs> <laughs> you're like you're like my brain knows what to do, but I cannot hold on. I I, I just can't do this. Yeah. <laughs> um, yep, yep. And even today, even yep. today it's Wednesday, and uh, I'm I'm still like still trying to catch up on sleep. It just was kind of stressful getting everything ironed out and everything right, together right. uh, prior to the race. That's so a lot of work for sure. Yeah. No. Absolutely, man. And the track is gnarly. You know, it's ruddy and rough, and and it's a tough track. It's not a. It's not easy. Like once you get some arm pump, and now you got to pick a rut, and hopefully it's the right one. And God, I can imagine. Absolutely. That's that's another reason. Uh, you know, I, I am pretty stoked with how I did because uh, you know I've I've uh, with with my the way I ride anymore. You know, I, I kind of take my time getting around the track. And uh, uh, honestly, this the you know Race Tech put my suspension together, and uh, I haven't touched any clickers since I got it back. I just kind of run it, and uh, it's been working really well for nice, me. Nice, nice. And uh, uh, honestly, it, it helped me out a lot on that on that rough track. And w- where I get really, really pumped up is like you'll be coming down a hill, especially at Lakewood, uh, when you get the ruts coming down the hill, but then there's braking bumps within the ruts, and your bike can start swapping and doing kind of, all kinds of crazy things. Yep. That's what really pumped me up. But my bike was staying straight <laughs> through all of that, and I think it gave me confidence to get around the whole track for sure. Cool. Now, so you're racing locally. Do you do that every weekend? Do you make some money do it? I imagine you whoop up on everybody every weekend, or? Um, uh, I'm, I've never been one to uh, talk myself up or anything. I've, I've been doing pretty well locally, um, yep. making a little bit of money. Nothing, nothing to brag about or anything. The, the local racing doesn't uh, pay back as well as it used to anymore. But uh, yep. so I, I only pick a, a select few races. The ones I know will draw more pros, more money. The ones oh, yeah. that kind of more worth my time and effort than anything. But uh, yeah, it's been going really well around here in Colorado. Oh, that's good. Yeah, no, good to hear. Like, uh, you know, did, was there a time like you said in '17 where you didn't even have a bike? Just you didn't even ride, or did you always have a bike and rode a little bit? Um, so, yes and no. Uh, as far as, like, a competitive race, 450, uh, in 17, no. I 
I didn't I didn't want to commit. I didn't want to try and get a, a bike from a from a dealership and make it make it sound like I was going to go do some racing when I knew I wasn't because I was getting married and yep. and uh, so I didn't want to like try and sucker anyone out of a bike and not ride it. So um, I didn't have a, a a race bike by any means really yeah. last year, but I uh, I do have an abundance of two strokes. Uh, <laughs> I got a little collection going. So, oh, do you? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I got about I got about twelve two strokes right now. Uh, what do you? I'm just kind of I don't really know I don't really know what I'm doing with them to be honest. Hey, I got three and I don't know what I'm doing with them either to be honest. You, um, do you uh, do you want to sell, do you want to sell one? I do want to sell them. We should talk after this phone call. Let's go. Uh, what do you got? What years do you got? What, what what do they range from? So I got I'm, I'm really into the the last year make model uh, Hondas, Kawasaki's, and Suzuki's. Okay. Uh, so I got I got like. Uh, I got like three oh five RM one twenty fives. One of them is my wife, but I I I, I've, I don't just buy any bike. I, I try and kind of I'm, I'm really into those barn finds, you know. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Ones that that are just all original. You know, there's a lot of them out there anymore. You get you can you can strip one down, paint it, you know, kind of yep. make it look the same. But nothing's no, uh, yeah, as good as original. And I got like an 06 RM two fifty uh, that is is as close to brand new as you can get. Oh, um, cool. You know, I got a, I got, a, I got a few bikes like that. I got a couple of them that I ride. I got like an 05 KX 250 that I ride, an 05 CR 250 that I ride. Oh. Um, I got like an 03 KX 500 that I'm building. Oh um, wow! I have an 05 KX. Yeah, I got, a, I got a, I got a few bikes. Um, I found a, a really, really nice 05 CR 125 original tires, grips, chain sprocket. I mean, it's, nice. it, it looks really nice. So, uh, I know where a, a couple crate bikes are. Um, I haven't convinced those people to sell them yet, so uh, that, that's kind of what I've been to, you know. Uh, yeah. Uh, anymore. Uh, mine are mine are old. I got an '88, '89. They're old. Hey, what uh, is that? Kawasaki '89. '88 YZ250 and an '89 CR125. Okay. Do you know anyone that has an '89 uh, KX250 uh, gas tank? Oh uh, no, no, not the just tank. that one, just that, just that one part. Just yeah, that one yeah, part. no. Um, <laughs> the the eighty eight and eighty nine are are the are they're a little different, but they'll both work. So you could, if you get an eighty eight, it'll work too, and eighty nine will work also. So, um, so putting the eighty the eighty nine kicks two fifty gas tank to put that on a KX five hundred is like the whole holy grail thing to do because it's yeah, uh, yeah, thinner. Uh, it's like it's got that low pro. Yep. So, uh, yep. That's, that's 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 a tricky one to find right there. <laughs> wow, sounds like you're right into it. I like it. I like it, man. Um, yes, sir. Uh, no, that's it's pretty cool. Hey, so uh, and why you rode Cowies forever? Speaking of Cowies, uh, why a Honda now? How'd that come about? You know, um, for the most part, I I just still wasn't wasn't sure what I wanted to do with racing. I I mean, I'm 28, and I, honestly, I feel really well physically and, and mentally and everything, and I'm not as it's hard for me to just kind of roll over and just give it up. So, um, honestly, I kind of went into, uh, to the shop to buy a bike and then we got to talking and, and, uh, we kind of worked out a deal on a bike, uh, to where I could save a lot of my money. Okay. And, uh, you know, I just, uh, I just do a few races here and there and put the name on my bike, put son's name on my bike and just kind of, kind of roll on with life. And it's actually, it's, it's worked out really, really well for me. And, and I think everyone, everyone's real happy with it. I'm real happy with it. Um, moving to Honda per se, I just, I really like that fork that's on there. Yeah. Um, I went a little, little crazy with the gearing, trying, trying to get the bottom end. I was, I was always really like the aggressive bottom end of the Cowie. Yep. And uh, I, I think another reason why I adapted so well to this Honda is, is uh, since I rode Cowie my whole life, I was always kind of used to a little bit more narrow bike. Uh-huh. I went one year on a Yamaha, and, and I, I wasn't really gelling with it too much. Um, I really liked the power and the braking of it, but getting it to turn in, in the flatter corners, I was having a little bit of trouble with. 
And then, uh, I don't know, I just got on this Honda and, and uh, it has a lot of similarities like my uh, like my Cowie did. Okay. And, uh, you know, honestly, it turns really well and everything and it goes to the brake braking bump straight and uh, doesn't do anything really too unpredictable. So, uh, so I'm, a, I'm a big fan of this Honda for sure. Yeah, that fork is pretty much an old uh, kit fork from back in the day. It's really, really good. So, um, yeah, uh, they've done a good job it, with that. Absolutely. You do a couple of your, uh, you know, if you can go get it Kashima coated uh, on the outside, I know the inside, I believe is Kashima coated, but you yeah. go do the titanium nitride on the, on the, on the lowers, maybe do a couple of fancy internal things and you can mm-hmm. basically have an eight kit for me. Yeah, I know. Absolutely. So, um, do I remember this right? That you were pretty far back off on the first start and the red flag start. You got a You got a good one. Yeah, so on the on the very first start, first moto, I uh, I had actually had a pretty decent start and was running up there, but um, I had an issue uh, uh, with my goggles. I I got okay. blasted with bruises okay. by like five bikes. It was bad, and and it pulled the goggles. Like, it was so hard, it pulled the goggles down. I got a bunch of dirt in my goggles. So, oh shit! Okay. Uh, I honestly like a, a few laps in, I had kind of wrote that moto off already. It was, I mean, I was doing a jump, and I'd see <laughs> nothing but dirt floating in my. It was it was pretty bad. I mean, it's unfortunate for Chisholm and, and the way everything went down. You never want to see a guy go down like that. But I was pretty thankful for the red flag. So yep. we changed up my goggles. And uh, uh, the, the restart, I got a, I got an excellent jump off the gate and actually uh, beat a couple factory bikes up the hill and, and uh, uh, put myself in a good position at the, at, uh, the beginning of the race. And then uh, my, my dad bod uh, kicked in and I started losing some positions, but uh, especially with the nerves and not doing that for a while and, and having a good start like that, you you know there's fast guys all around you. Um, yep. You know, it, 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 uh, the first, yeah, the, the, the restart really helped me out a lot. Yeah, that, hey, that's happens. And Chisholm's fine. Don't worry about it. He walked off. It was fine. He, he, okay, was, good. he, was, he was good. So, um, But, yeah, I just remember that. You were pretty far back, and then, um, yeah, I, yeah, you were running up front for, for a little bit for a while. Um was it at all a surprise, like, you know, you race so many nationals, there was anything different for you? I mean, obviously, like you said, you couldn't hold on to anything, but from your prime of racing nationals, did anything change in that time since you raced full-time, or, or was it kind of the same old, same old for you showing up? Honestly, it, it, it might have even felt better. Um, you know, when you're, when I was doing uh, Driven to Ride and Man vs. Moto, those two uh, yep. uh, web, webisode series I did, you know, it's, it's uh, when you're, when you're worried about doing sponsor plugs and getting to the next race and practice and training and eating right and keeping everyone happy and i mean it it is a job and but when you when you turn your hobby into a job it, it really takes the fun out of it and uh, i think that's kind of kind of semi why i i tried to retire i was like man you know i just i don't even want to look at my dirt bike anymore you know, it's just it's you know there's so much that goes with it with keeping people happy and sponsors happy and and get try asking for money i yeah, hate yeah. asking for money and, yeah. and you know it's, it's just a a tough gig and uh honestly like just showing up and, and riding my dirt bike against the best in the world it was it, actually the, the, it's almost like the more weight was uh, off my shoulders just because there's less pressure and I, I had no idea what to expect or how to do and mm-hmm. no one else had any really expectations of me so i didn't have to worry about impressing anyone else but myself and going out there and doing 230 minute motos and uh honestly it, i think it worked out to my advantage for sure yeah it's like almost if you could if you what you know now, you knew back then. You would tell Derek Anderson back then to like just chill down, don't go create like you know, just relax. You know, don't let the pressure get to you. But yep. but that's that's pretty hard to do. But that's that would be ideal. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, I, I hear you uh, talking about um, you know talking to other privateers and what they. Uh, 
could or should do to to get into a, to a factory rig. And man, I I think about it all the time. I even had a, like a little bet with myself. I was like, all right, Derek, if you have the pull of the miraculous ride out your butt and uh, you get a couple top tens, like you need to go over there to the sidelines or uh, side of those semis. You, yeah. you need to go tell them who you are, what you do. And I I feel like I didn't really feel. Uh, finish that well, but mm-hmm. if there is any factory teams uh, uh, looking for riders right now, you know, I do work full time, but I will gladly fly myself to the races <laughs> and ride a bike if, if, if need be. If need be, you are ready. Absolutely. Um, I'm there. I'm there, buddy. Yeah, I know. That's cool. I like it. Uh, yeah, let's talk about those video series you did a little bit. They were pretty popular. Motorsport was behind them. Uh, people really got a, a look behind the, the scenes a little bit of, of privateer life. How, how, how were those for you? I would guess they, they were really good, right? Yeah, absolutely. They were uh, they were excellent for me, for my sponsors, for my family. And honestly, since I've hit my head a few times in my life and don't really remember much of those trips, like as they go on, because everything's happening. So honestly, it's 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 badass for me to to be able to look back. Yeah. Uh, you know, I can, if, if I can't remember anything, I, I I can I can relive my travels through those videos. And sure, uh, honestly, yeah. I I'm I'm so happy I did them just specifically for that reason too. Yeah. I, I just. Uh, I, I get to kind of relive what I did uh, back in the day. Yeah, fans loved them, man. I really thought they were pretty popular. And do you have a favorite one? Do you have a, uh, an, ep- an episode or two of, that you really were proud of, or that make you laugh uh, or anything? Yeah, there, you know? yeah, there's a couple episodes. Um, it's, it's more so about uh, I, I like watching the. Uh, it, it was unfortunate we didn't um, get to go uh, film like during the race. Like we didn't get to show any of the race footage because. I find myself nowadays. I go. I go through. I, I watch the traveling. I watch the practice tracks, uh-huh. and that's really about it. You know, the, the watching the how I did on the weekend and the results and everything. It's kind of cool, but like I, I uh, without watching the riding footage part of it, you know, it, it, it's yeah. not as attractive to me as it, as it used to be. But um, you know, there's a couple tracks in there. Um, you know, a couple tracks I got to go ride with uh, me and Tucker. Uh, when me and my wife went to a couple private tracks, um, you know, I, I like going back and watching some of those episodes, just like, man, that track was so cool that day. Or, or right. hey, remember me doing a whip over this jump, you know, that's kind of, those are the episodes. I just, I, I like watching those for sure. Yeah. I, I obviously I work for racer X, so they own, they run the nationals. The supercross guys are the same way with footage. I don't quite understand it. I, I get that they don't want people filming the race footage and, and, you know, putting it all online, but why can't people use, you know, uh, a few minutes of footage? And I think they can now. This year it finally changed. But oh, I, same with the thing with the Supercross guys. Like, I don't get it, man. Like, everyone, every little bit of racing will help promote the sport. It's not like you want to film an hour and a half of racing, you know. So, I don't Absolutely. know. Absolutely. You know? if, if I had the chance to do it again, um, I kind of did try to get a, a Man versus Moto 2 going. Uh, with a different rider, but I couldn't. I, I, I didn't really have my all my ducks in a row to to get that moving. Um, mm-hmm. But I did want to try and get get with Racer X and say, hey, let me use just like a minute or thirty seconds of race footage to help better tell the story, and we'll put you know Racer X all over it. It'll be yeah. a Racer X made film, or you know, uh, yeah. totally down to do that. And I still am. I mean, if if anyone ever came to me, uh, you know, I, I I'd be fully fully willing to do it again. But it's uh, it's a lot of work for sure. Man, and talking about uh, the FXR Racing Race Tech Privateer Island Life, number 51, during those videos, you were living on the island, driving to all the races, trying to find a practice track. 
Yeah, that's tough, man. When you look at something like you got to do back then, and you're racing, you know, you're basically finishing 10th to 20th every weekend, and you look at some of the guys you're racing with that are flying in and out and practicing during the week, and they got practice bike mechanics. Like, it is such a disparity uh, between a guy like yourself and some of the guys you're racing with. It's crazy. It is, uh, it is definitely crazy. And honestly, I've never been able to, to live that life. So I'm sure, I'm sure the factory guys, they have their own issues too. Maybe, oh, they, maybe do. they wish yeah. they could yeah. drive from round to round. But you know what? It definitely seems like a pretty re- relaxing uh, situation on being able to uh, uh, just fly in and fly out. You get to sleep in your own bed the majority yeah. of the nights. You know? uh, no, I definitely think uh, – I am thankful still that I got to go travel and do it because I got to see a lot of really cool places, meet a lot of really nice people and – it was it was cool. I wish I wish I would have been given that chance. You know, I think about it. I have an hour drive to and from work. Every, I think about it every day. About if, man, if, if someone would have just would have yeah. just given me a chance, you know, it's to see what I could have done on a on a factory bike. And yeah. I'm even I'm a firm like man. I'm, I'm I got I got a top five start in a, up a hill uh, this weekend at Lakewood at a high elevation uh, on a stock bike, and it's. If, I, if if someone would have given me a chance, I just I think about it all the time for sure. Yeah, one hour ride each way to work and back, right? <laughs> it's funny. Um, hey, did so you did those with Tucker Say, right? Both of them or just one? I feel like did you have the same guy for both of them with you? So so driven to ride that was uh, that was with me and Tucker Say, and okay. uh, we had Jimmy Bowerin as the the, the filmer. And uh, he, he worked for Vermoto at the time. Excellent filmer, and, and honestly, that, that series wouldn't have been near as good with either of you guys. And uh, so that was kind of a couple buddies traveling, and uh, a, a gentleman documenting it. The, the next year was uh, was me and my wife. Uh, it was it was like uh, you know that man versus wild, where he yeah, had yeah. like his own film camera. Well, that was that was kind of mine and my wife's deal, and. Uh, Kind of told her, you know, the little point, pointers I got from Jimmy back in the day, uh, uh-huh. the camera guy. Yep. Um, I kind of gave her the gave her the pointers and told her, hey, film me now, do this, uh, don't zoom in here, or make sure the shadows out of the way there. And, and uh, yep. you know, we we kind of oh, it was just omission it uh, in man versus auto. Um, so did you and Tucker ever get on each other's nerves first season? Um, I mean, <laughs> just just like. I mean, even even me and my wife, we we, we got on each other's nerves uh, <laughs> traveling when you're stuck when you're stuck in a motorhome or a box van with them full time. You know, there's definitely going to be some little things that are going to annoy you. Uh, yeah, me and Tucker, we we would bicker at each other. Me and Jimmy would bicker at each other. Jimmy and Tucker would bicker at each other. I mean, it's just it just comes with with living on the road and tight tight headquarters with uh, with your buddies. But uh, yep. we, we made it work. Yeah, no no doubt. I, I would just imagine that. Yeah, exactly. It's. It's like anything, trying to travel and, and, and do all that and, and, and figure it out along the way and then try to make compelling television or compelling video anyways along the way, you know? So so what's, what's the plan for you now? What's just uh, back to work, local riding and uh, local racing? Um, yeah, you pretty much said it. Uh, I mean, like I said, if I, if I had that spectacular standout ride and, and uh you know i know there's a lot of factory guys out right now and if someone wanted to give me a ride I've, i'd be totally willing to 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 make moves to to make life work with thing but uh you know at the same time my wife and i we sold our old house and we're having a new one built and uh i got a full-time job i got a lot of people i'm committed to at my at my job and, and my wife's a nurse and she's got people she's committed to so yeah yep. we're uh, we're pretty stable over here so we got we got some stuff we're committed to and and uh 
you know, right now, yeah, we're just uh, going to race some local races. I might try and hit Redbud. Um, oh, cool. And maybe uh, maybe one other national or something. But, uh, yeah, just kind of just kind of taking life as it goes right now. No, nothing too bad. What's uh, what's a career highlight for you uh, racing? What, what, what do you got for a career highlight in your eyes? Um, I got a really good moto finish at uh, Freestone in 2012. Uh, I got a I got a ninth, and that was with a, a pretty stacked field. So that's kind of that's that's one that sticks out in my mind. And then um, I actually I made uh, my my one and only Supercross main. Um, I made it actually injured. I had a pretty uh, pretty messed up leg at the time. But um, in 2013, I made Anaheim three and. Uh, now, if you, if you go look up the results sheet, uh, it was pretty much uh, stacked with factory bikes. So uh, that I made the main. I didn't actually race the main. I, I did a couple laps, and my leg was too painful to, to finish it out. But uh, wow. um, those are those are kind of my, my my two highlights for sure. How'd you even make it with a leg that didn't that stopped you from racing? How'd you even make it? <laughs> uh, so I I don't know. I, I had like this gnarly bruise. I, I crashed at Oakland the weekend before okay. and uh, didn't ride really at all during the week and. In practice, I set one blistering uh, uh, hot lap, which got me into the night show. Uh, I, got a, <laughs> I got a good start in the heat race. I think I was, like, top five or six, and uh-huh. a couple guys went down around me. And, uh, man, I just hung on for dear life and actually qualified right out of the heat race. Nice. And, uh, I didn't have to go to LCQ or nothing. So, um, And then, then the adrenaline wore off, and my legs started to hurt. So uh, <laughs> <You're> <laughs> like, called it a day. You're like, oh, no. Oh, this is not good. Yep. 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 Uh, well, hey, thank you. thanks for the time. Thanks to FXR Racing. Use the code PulpMX30 to save. Thanks to Race Tech as well. PulpMX18. Sounds like they dialed you in pretty quickly with the stuff, too, at, at Race Tech. Uh, able to run top 20 speed with uh, just stuff that without you even adjusting anything, Derek. Absolutely, yeah. Like I said, Race Tech's had my back for a long time, and uh, they've always uh, treated me uh, very well. And, uh, yeah, I'll back those guys um, as, as much as I can. They... Uh, they do excellent work, and, uh, yeah, I treat everyone with the utmost respect, so those guys are awesome. Yeah, that's cool, man. Well, hey, congrats on the ride. Nice to see you back riding. I know for fantasy purposes, you killed it for a lot of people, so that's always good, Derek. <laughs> <laughs> people won fantasy leagues betting on you and your results, so that's, right, that's right. good. Uh, right. And uh, and thanks for the time, man, and we'll talk down the road. Thank you, and maybe we'll see you at Red Bud. I uh, appreciate it, Steve. Call me on those two trucks. I'll do that, yeah. Thanks.